catching you up on everything you might have missed. It's the Christian Budge podcast on Hit FM. Oh dear, I forgot to press the magic button, right, that puts us live to air. So all anyone would have heard before is our call opener, like the... You know the music. But you know what? Yeah, for two and a half minutes. Probably would have much preferred listening to music than you and I just having like a useless conversation. Well, (laughs) I'm glad that it didn't go to wear, actually, because I ragged on my new girlfriend. I I know. (laughs) I'd I'd like to not lose her. But, Uh, you know. Do you want to reveal what what you did? No, I don't think we should do that. I feel like like you should because you you pretty much said the same argument that my own boyfriend, Michael, has when it comes to sleeping arrangements. All right. Look, all I said was, it's very cold this morning. We all know that. Every morning it's cold in winter, and um, we do we say that bit. I was mashing on the um, the air conditioner thing here, the heater, thinking that with a, a new $2 million studio that we're supposedly in, we'd have run-of-the-mill of the, um, you know, um, run-of-the-mill. It is run-of-the-mill, <laughs> let's be honest. It only goes up to 24 degrees. Yeah, you're not happy. You wanted it to be 30, but I think yeah. 24... Give it another half hour. We're going to be toasty yeah. hot in here. What well, run of the castle is what I was expecting to say. <laughs> sorry, but run of the mill is what it turned out to be. But um, yeah, th- then I was saying how um, you can gauge how cold it is uh, via different. When you get to a certain point in your life, you can gauge how cold it is outside before you even get out of bed um, by different body parts. Um, and my ankle gives me a little bit of grief. Right where the knobbly bits are. <laughs> so you can feel the chills down to your bone. It, is in, what yeah, inside, just inside that bit. Also, um, I've got one nipple that gets hard. I do not know one. why. Yeah, my left nipple gets really hard. The, the right one does not. I do not know why. Um, maybe the density of hair on my chest is a little bit thicker there and it's yeah. shielded from the cold. I do not know. See, I just feel it on the outside of my body. I feel it on the skin and uh. then their little hairs stick straight up and I get the goosebumps. It's like, oh, uh. it's just like that little uh. Uh, superficial chill, not the deep chill that you get. Although last night I had the night sweats from oh, about really? 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, I'm like, why? Like Michael's complaining. Can we put an extra uh, doona on? And I thought, no, it's fine. And then I wake up, like, dripping with sweat. I'm like, but it's freezing cold. So I get out yeah. this morning and I feel like I need a shower because you, I've been so sweaty. You're not currently like, sort of coming off some kind of uh, a drug, cold turkey or anything <laughs> like that, are you? Having withdrawals. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes when you're dependent on something and you try and... Oh, I did that when I came off coffee. Caffeine. Yeah. Anyway, that's what you missed when we weren't to wear, so... There we go. That's all you missed as well. Nothing else was said. Oh, that she steals the No, 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 no. I didn't say that. That she hogs the bed. No, she doesn't. She's allowed to do that. That That's she's what... terrible to sleep with and you're not loving her loving oh, I didn't, each and every night. Didn't Sorry, say Alicia. That. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. We've had a situation here in the in, in at the studio and um, I'm... I'm aghast because when your trust has been broken by mm. close friends, nay, family, um, it's very hard to get back, Christy. Um, I, I bought a big old thing, right, uh, of hot chocolate mm-hmm. powder. Mm-hmm. And I assumed that if I just left it on the counter, right, everyone knows it's mine, um, I would be able to come back to it and it wouldn't be like, you know, a quarter full by the time I go over and um, use it. What makes you think if you leave something on the kitchen bench where everything else is free reign, like your mm. sugar and your coffee pods and uh, the milk that's in the fridge, yep. that people are going to assume that it's yours? How do you know that everyone in this entire office 
knows that it's yours? Because I didn't know that it was yours. The question, you went ballistic out there just now. Yeah. And you said, I can't believe people are stealing my chocolate. I'm like, well, where'd you leave it? On the kitchen bench. That's your own fault. Well, I, I didn't know it was yours. Okay, so here's a simple rule for, for anyone at home to follow. Um, when you're in the workplace, right, and this is this is the basic rule, you look at something and go, oh, I'd like that. I might have that. Think to yourself, did I buy that? No, don't touch it. But we get condiments and everything uh, okay, yep, yep, bought yep, yep. Uh, by the boss here and it's left in the kitchen. So if you're going to No, sit- no, milk, milk, that's it. No, and the coffee pods and everything. Yep. Who purchases those, Bodge? Ashley at reception. Which means the boss pays for that. Okay, cool. Which then means it's free reign. Yep. And if you put your personal belongings uh, next to the stuff that's free reign... That's on you. You no. should have put your name uh, on it. Well, see, 13, 12, 16, I don't believe that that's correct. So uh, I think that if you change the situation, we've been here now, what, four months? Four months. Something Let's just like say that. four months, right? So for the entire time we've had these pods and we've had the milk, that hasn't changed. Out of nowhere, a couple of weeks ago, um, I decided to start buying hot chocolate powder, yeah. right? Now, if people want to use that, that's fine, but I expect them to ask me first. It's a courtesy. But they don't know who it belongs to because it doesn't have your name on it. How are they going to make the assumption that it's you? I well, just I don't understand your, well, your, so your this theory behind the, this hey, because look, you're completely wrong in this situation. It's, it's, no. it's on you that you didn't put it away. Anything that I bring here into the office, yeah. I keep it in my little bag or I will store it somewhere in another bag with my name on it. Yeah, but no one wants to eat your festy food. Righto. What did you have? Like a, a sachet of porridge? Sachet uh, porridge is the instant porridge is a really What are you, tasty. a little bear? <laughs> you know what? They're, they're the perfect thing to have in winter. The only person eating. that's the only person that's going to be doing that and getting involved in that is Goldilocks, mate, and she ain't rocking up here. Right. Better put my headphones on now. I wasn't going to do that, but I might as well get professional. Hello, good morning. Who have we got there? Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Brendan. What's your take there on you this? Hey? What's your take on this? Is it Bodge's fault that he didn't put his name on the stuff? Oh, I think Bodgy Poopy Pants has got to write his name on it. Yes. No, I don't want to do that. No, they can just... <laughs> yeah. Now, I feel like if you see something and you know you didn't buy it, you just go, well, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll look at that and I will covet that, even though it's against them commandments, what Moses come down the mountain with. I will covet, <laughs> I will covet my co-worker's hot chocolate powder and then I will go and buy some from the IGA, which is conveniently downstairs... Uh, and I won't be a lazy bastard. Get off your high horse. That rule only exists. It's not a high horse. Get off, get... I purchased it. Anyway, that rule only exists when you've got flatmates because you all collectively purchase your own things. Here in the office, there are things that are bought for us. I'm glad Christy said uh, flatmates, Brendan, because the, the place here is like a frat house. It is seriously like some sort of university town where no bugger does their dishes. Oh, but and... Bodge does everything. It's all right, Brendan. Mate, <laughs> Sorry what I'll do is to... I'll come in, I'll bring a big black Dexter, and you write your name on it, Jim. I don't think that'll work. They'll see the name and they'll just, what they'll do, they'll turn the canister around so they can't <laughs> see it and go, no name. <laughs> That's what they'll do. All right, thank you for the call, Brendan. I, I appreciate the backup. I really do. Well, the backup? No, he, he was proving no, you I'm wrong. No, I'm pretty... Oh, well, well the, phone, I mean, the phone line's gone now. I mean, I, I swear it was on my side. I, uh, no. I don't know what you heard. <laughs> it was a fact that uh, it's your mistake for not uh, stipulating that well, it was yours. Fine. Well, if you want to go and buy something for the entire office, just keep doing it, Bodge. 
Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid North Coast's hit. I've had my hot chocolate now. There wasn't much left. Obviously, we found out just before, and thanks to Brendan um, on 13, 12, 16, for giving me a call and backing me up and saying I was right. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. He was telling you that you were wrong. Got to recall that, but it doesn't matter now. It's all over, and I've had most of my hot chocolate. I'm a little fat boy, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> See, this is the thing. It's like you're admitting that, yes, you are the little piggy that ate it all, and you just forgot that you <laughs> ate the whole yep. The no, whole I, damn did, I jar. didn't. I didn't. There's so no way I could have it. So don't blame it on other people. You just obviously did it in uh, late night. Uh, I'd be in a coma <laughs> if I managed to get through that much hot chocolate in that short <laughs> amount of time. It just does not happen. Yeah, I like that you label yourself fat boy. I feel like it's okay to fat shame I, yourself, but it's not okay to have it said to anybody I, else. I literally take after rebel. I, I don't look like I'm not a big, fat big, Amy. big guy, but yeah. Like Rebel Wilson, where she's like, I call myself Fat Amy so that twink bitches like you don't do it. Now, I'm sorry to use that word, but that's in the movie. Um, <laughs> and, perfect, yeah. yeah. And a good film. If you haven't it, seen it, watch it. The it, second and the third is. are rubbish, but the first one's good. And you know what? Rebel Wilson's quite attractive to look at, but as she loses weight, I'm going, no, I feel like I liked her as she was. Like, uh, it, it, okay. I know she's doing it for herself, but uh, I feel like you don't need to worry about fat shaming yourself. Although, might as well. Everyone else does. <laughs> I do a lot. You know, though, I don't actually... If I say you're a piggy, I say it in a cute and endearing way. I say piggy. I don't say you're a pig. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been poked in the belly before. Like, just a, like a... Oh, poof. <laughs> like All right, if we're going to do this, what's your uh, what's your worst put down when it comes to fat shaming? What, like, that I've been called? Yeah, I know you oh. hate the Grinch. Uh, well, that was probably the worst one. So for those that haven't heard that story, uh, very quickly, I was on the beach once and uh, a little, it wasn't even a soccer ball, it was one of those plastic balls full of air, <laughs> that's a great description, uh, just <laughs> ran out. It was one of those cheap ones you see at the shops and it was a kid's oh, ball. Yep, yep. And um, a little a little boy, I think it was, ran over and he just goes, uh, I picked it up and I was going to hand it back to him and he goes, um, you look like the Grinch. And he's like smiling, like he just discovered the best thing ever. And I was like, "What? Because what? I'm hairy." And he goes, "No, because you're skinny, but you got a big belly." And I'm like, oh, "It hurt. It hurt so much. I was mortified." Because there was no malice in his voice. Yeah, yeah. You know, he wasn't saying it to be hurtful. He was just saying what he saw. Mm. So I was like, "Take your ball and go." He might as well have kicked sand in my face. The first time I was ever fat shamed, I was a teenager and I was doing a physical culture comp and I was uh, going through puberty and I was quite slender. I was very tiny and just mm. muscly because I was a runner and dancer. Um, and my nan had said uh, that you're getting a bit curvy there. I was oh. devastated. But it was nice. It was the it was the beautiful adult curves. Come on, like, right. you can't, can't fat shame me for that. But even you've said a few things to me that what? makes me go... Hey God, I'm tidy. Don't you ever like put I, me down? I I think I say in like the ultimate sort of like uh, sarcasm. Yeah. Like when you say, oh, "I've got to go to the gym. I've got to do this eight week challenge." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, no, you do. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you're a big fatty, but you're clearly like the total opposite." <laughs> like I I'm actually I I comment when you've been working out too much, and I just go, just, and I probably shouldn't skinny. I probably shouldn't do that either. But I just go, "You you were you you're a healthy size." Oh, yeah. 
like don't don't get caught up in in something that's uh, that's not there. You're a very healthy woman, and you're very competitive at the gym as well, which is good. Yeah, no, it's the the arm comment. Do you remember when we were go karting, and you said to me, "I didn't know you had little muscles there. Like it's normally just flabby." And I'm like, "That was like a I don't recall. I don't recall saying that. My arms are my touchy subject. I will not show my chicken wings. My my tuck shop arms will not be out. I cover them up. I I had no idea where it was going because I don't recall that, but it's. As soon as you said arms, I was like, geez, I hope I didn't say tuck shop. <laughs> you didn't say that, but it, it's, it's one of my pet peeves is when people refer to your arms because I make sure they're always covered. I will never have my arms I, out. They're not big, but I just you don't have, self-conscious no, you don't about don't have big anything. No, but it, it's just chicken wings. I don't want them to flab around. But no, the, mm. if I'm to say what the worst is, it's yep. when someone comes up to you and says, you're pregnant. And it's not just because they think you've got the glow. It's the little pudding belly. And I'm like, no, I wish I was. Don't say, are you pregnant? Because clearly I've put on. Do you know what the hilarious down. thing is? Is that I get that more than you do. <laughs> Guaranteed, <laughs> I get that a million times more you than you would. <laughs> 700 billion percent more. Uh, and, you... and they know that I'm not pregnant, obviously. They go, how, oh, when are you due? Oh, oh, how long have you been full term? Oh, oh, oh you're pregnant. Oh, oh, fat. <laughs> Fat. <laughs> the Mid North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. I reckon a couple of years ago, I was really excited when I first heard the news that Uber uh, were going to start doing like transport through the skies, the flying taxi. <laughs> Very you, exciting. Are you watching the Jetsons? <laughs> Too much of that? It, it felt like the Jetsons wasn't far <laughs> off, and I'm pretty sure that the Jetsons was set in 1999. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Wow. Pretty well, sure. they were a bit too uh, early with their predictions in terms of when it was um, flying. Cause yeah. We don't have it. And I feel like it's going to be a long while yet before well, we end up with you're flying not wrong. services. You're not wrong because Uber, so Uber and the federal government have been working on for a long time um, a sort of ride sharing thing, like similar to Uber, but like where multiple people could get in, like a bus. Think of like a bus, but it looks like a plane but it's kind of an Uber as well. Anyway, I know that's complicated. doesn't matter because Uber aren't doing it anymore. Um, and that was the news that came out this morning, that Uber have decided that they're, they're not going to, um, to do the proposed flying taxis uh, service. Obviously, it's too hard for them, which is uh, really, really upsetting because they look like big drones. Yeah. Um, and it felt like the future wasn't too far away. And that was a couple of years ago they started talking about it. So they've had two years to try and make it work. I reckon it was just an elaborate prank. Like, no. Uh, they had you fooled. They had the rest of the, the well, world why would they, fooled. Why would they do that? Well, it gets people excited about Uber and what's what's to come. So then they go, oh, I'm going to stick by Uber, make sure that they don't go flat a on their face. marketing tactic. Yeah. You have the mind of a cynic, like a, a 40-year-old <laughs> cynic who doesn't trust anyone. No, I like it. Could you it. imagine, though? Could you imagine? You already see now on the, the thumbs up, thumbs down pages, uh, when it comes to the airport, like particularly in Port Macquarie, people complain about the flight path of the flight school. Could you imagine all the complaints you'd get for, oh, the Uber flying services were running around my house? It, it's fi- well, it, it's going to deflate right. my house price. Well, you're not wrong. They'd, they'd have they'd have to have like sky lanes, wouldn't they? <laughs> have you seen that in those <laughs> futuristic movies where it's not everyone just flying willy nilly? They've got, and I think probably Star Wars is the best. Best one to look at. They've got, like, lanes in the sky, yeah. and it looks like that. And um, so I'll just read this out here because I think this is this is 
where, where it proves you right, actually. A year after Melbourne was announced by Uber in a blaze of publicity as the first trial city outside the US for aerial ride sharing. Virtually no progress has been made. No plans have been submitted to regulatory <laughs> authorities. Mm-hmm. No infrastructure has been built to support the trial, and no one at Uber Australia wants to talk about it. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yep. They they said, look, we're going to make Melbourne uh, the, the first trial city outside the U.S. for this uh, flying ride sharing. Everyone's excited. Everyone's like, oh, do you hear what Uber's doing? All of a sudden, mm, no. <laughs> so now, apparently the feds, Oh, sorry, not the federal police, but the federal government. Well, yeah. it's still the feds, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are working with a range of other industry players, and I reckon if Elon Musk is listening, and I know he is because yeah. he's a big fan of the show, <laughs> yeah, um, he should get involved in this. He should get involved in this. Why doesn't Tesla just start their own, you know, flying service? Fly sharing service. He's already gone to the stars. He put a, a nice sports car in space playing David Bowie. Um, he can do that. Why can't he just do this? He could do that. He wants to make the world a better place. He'll just make it so confusing. It won't be easy to just use a flying service. It'll be some sort of convoluted thing like his kid's name. Yeah, that's we can't get into his kid's name. No, <laughs> no I don't even think they know how to say it. I mean, there's got to be a short way to say that. But um, I, was, I was just very disappointed this morning to see this because you don't like to see a good idea like that go to waste. And in my mind, in my mind... Um, all it is basically is just a bigger drone. Yeah. Like you can make a drone just super big. You know, I, I get the idea. It's meant to get you around a lot faster, but I feel mm. that if we did have like an Uber flying service and it actually did happen, you'd still manage to be late. Would you go... You in... didn't hear me. No, I, no, I did hear you. I, I wouldn't be late <laughs> at all. All right. I let that one go. Yeah. Would you... So they offered you the opportunity to go on the first ever Uber in the sky. Would you do it? No. I'd rather someone else be the king. Yeah, yeah, I thought the same thing. You I was like, I, I want to see a few pioneers go up there first, <laughs> make sure it's you're really safe. Like, you know, wait till the first few, you know, hundred have gone up there and they've gone, yeah, yeah, I've been up loads of times. And then I'll go, yep, yeah, that's fine. But it, you know what? It, it doesn't matter because we're not going to see it for no. ages anyway. Don't, 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 don't want to get up. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. I've been accused, Christy, I've been accused of... Um, looking for ways to make things sound um, filthy. Oh, by yeah. who? who? Who accused you? Multiple people. <laughs> I'm glad you copped it, not me. My I mom, thought I would have got the whole, my mom. Oh, she's terrible at this game. Yeah, so um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play I'm gonna play a couple of them. I okay. won't play three because, you know, best out of two, right? So if you get, you know, one, it's not enough. <laughs> I've decided that today I've got a little less patience with the game yeah. and two out of three is bad. Uh, regardless of what Meatloaf said in the old song. Right, so I've got two tracks here, and getting one out of two is not good enough. You've got to get two out of two. So hang on, it's a song, is it? Uh, no, no, two no. Two tracks? Well, no, 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 no. This is uh, with, uh, Disney Classics. Yep. All right, because I, I have to play safe because I don't know what films you've seen and what films you haven't seen. <laughs> and we've had that. <laughs> you don't need to know what I've seen and haven't seen. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't get cranky when I don't know what it is because I go, well, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay, well, here's here's the, the first one, all right? And this one should be relatively easy. Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, can you see why some people might feel that I'm using this as an excuse <laughs> to put them in strategic places? Uh-huh. All right. That's, it, wait, it makes it so more entertaining, though, where you, you, like, when you played the one where Little Simba 
was saying, oh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what I'm doing, though. That is not what I'm doing, all right? Here's the second one. Now, this one's a little bit older, but I I dare say you have seen it. Okay, here we go. know the lyrics. You don't know it. No, I know that I know I know it, but I don't know the lyrics. I got some things. Uh... You got some things. <laughs> you got some things. This is why two out of two was all I needed. All right, uh... we'll play one more time. I got no legs to hold me. Yep. No, well that <laughs> No, that's not it. You get one more, but what we're going to do, I'm just going I'm simply going to help you out with the movie title. Yep. Okay, Pinocchio. Oh, I've got no strings to help me. Yep. 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 No, wrong. No, 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 no. Hang on, wait. Is it a hold me up? Hold me down. Oh. Hold me down. There you go. Oh, so same up, thing. down. I mean, you would expect... Well, it's a puppet, so you hold him up. The only reason I, I, I second-guessed myself is I was like, I know it's down, but I was like, hang on a second, they hold him up, do they not? Because yeah, he's, like, he's a, a marionette puppet. puppet. Uh, that film is it's incredibly disturbing, by the way. I watched it the other night, and that's why I thought I'll put this in here. And I, I, I really, I only wanted to do two today because I wanted to finish on that one. Some Disney movies are messed up. Yeah, and you don't realise it until you watch it as an adult. Correct. I'm like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, hang on a second. So you've got two adults basically. Don't don't sugarcoat it by making them animals. And they've just seen this little boy on his way to school with his freshly done up apple, and um, they've tripped him over first off, which is assault. And then what's happened is is they've tricked him into basically getting in their van, more or less, and they've they've kidnapped him, right? And they've taken him to an island. It's very Jeffrey Epstein. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you watch the old Disney classics just to pull apart their storyline and what the, yeah, the meaning behind it is, whereas I just watch it for the fairy tale. Ha, Don't ha, ruin it for me. Well, I, I'm going to do this now, actually. I think um, I will watch old Disney films again, and I'll give you a quick rundown on how they actually go because there's a few of them that I think are a bit messed up, and I think that's one of them. I think Pinocchio needs to be looked at um, with a magnifying glass. All this stuff about being swallowed by a whale, I mean, leave that out for the time being. (laughs) You've got an old man that's made himself a little boy, and then that's fine. He's he's made a wish and whatever else, and he got that granted because he was a good fella. And then you've got these two other guys who've decided to take this child and then put him on a carriage to a little island where they become donkeys because they get whatever they want. And then they get used and they get sold and they get whatever else. So, I mean, there's not a message in there somewhere. If there's not like a secret little, um, you know, taking, you know, to an island. Uh-huh. It's, I'm just saying these need to be scrutinised, these films. Are you sure you're not a woman? Because you're overanalyzing things way too much. No, I'm. Well, I can. Pr- I'm not a woman. Have a, <laughs> yeah, look. Have a look at that. Stop it. So would a woman have that? No. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. As we know, Chrissy. A big push to change the names of Victoria oh, and Queensland. I think just leave it. <laughs> because of the uh, the colonial history attached to those names. 
And um, there's not too many people that have stronger opinions than the man we've got on the line with us right now, Bob Caddick. Good morning to you. How do you see this situation unfolding? What are your thoughts? Well, I can't stand this because it seems to me that they're all coins that are pushing it. You know, the lily pad lefties, you know. A lot of them are Indigenous people that think that it needs to be uh, looked into. That's different if it's my mob. Uh, if we, right. we black fellas are pushing for it, no, I'm all for it then. Right. Well, <laughs> oh, that's different. Would you, would, what do you oh. think about changing the name of Queensland? Well, you see, I'm not really interested in Queensland because I think it suits southeast Queensland myself. North Queensland, well, we are working very hard on a name. Yeah. And I'm oh. pushing Tubbatura. He was the great leader of the Colcadoons um, that fought to uh, save their lands. Some of his relatives uh, fought up on the Kokoda to save his country once again. Right. Um, so I'm thinking in terms of tub of truck. Right. Uh, so you're not only in favour of the renaming, but you, this might be an opportunity maybe to split Queensland in half, the north from the <laughs> south, you reckon? The divide. Uh, this is very, very agreeable to me. I, I hadn't realised until I came on this program that um, once again, it's another reason for us to break weight. We don't want to be associated with Queens. See, we're not connected to the rest of, of Queensland. Are we... There's only three highways, and they're 400 kilometres long. So we, we really have nothing much to do with right. southern Queensland. It's a different country, like 400 kilometres uh, of nothingness. Uh, so we're an island like Tasmania. If you change the name Queensland, you do realise it's going to be the death of origin. Um, no, no, no. I, um, yes, well, this is the north new state for North Queensland. Uh, we'd be bigger than South Queensland. And- <laughs> If you look at the teams and who's been the great heroes of all of the, you'll find that uh, half of them come from North Queensland. That's so. true. That's we'll, true. We'll, we'll hold up our own. Just recapping, you are in favour of um, of the changed name to Queensland. No, 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 no. I, I I think that Southern Queensland should keep it. Oh right. I think it's suitable for. But you want North you know, Queensland. You want North Queensland to be separated and yeah, to change not, your name. But yes, but yes, but we won't have that name. Um, what was the name again? Tuba Tura. I'm going to put that up, but that's just one of many. I like it. I like and it. And there might be something better. How do you spell you know, it? Uh, T-U-B-B-A-T-R-E. I mean, it, it's a you know, it, it's a Kalkadoon name. Tabatura. T R E. T R E is the second word. Right. And I mean, you know, it's hard to translate, but that's the best I can do. I like yeah. it. I like it. Why not, Bobby? I feel like you should just call it the tip top because you you rave about your North Queensland and all the the, the greats that come out of there. So if you're the tip top of Australia, you're the tip top. Well, Billy Slater, Lionel Williamson, great winger Kerry Bostead. Dale Shearer scored more tries than anyone else in rugby. Yeah. Like, these, are, these are really important, man. These are really important. Hey, look, Bob, as always, we'll love you and leave you. Thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate I, I forgot, it. I forgot about Marty Bella and uh, and big slam and Sam Backer. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bobby. Oh. <laughs> He's gone. Is he there? Oh, we've gone on hold. Has he put, has he put us on hold? Bob know how to use a mobile phone. Doesn't know how to hang up. Well, let's just let's just listen to Bob Catter's hold music for a bit and see what happens. It's not too bad. Pretty chilled out, actually. I'm I'm happy with this. I wonder what we're on hold for. I think he meant to hang up, but he didn't, and he's just sort of left us on hold. So I think we just 
No. Oh, oh he's gone now. He's figured it out. Bye, Bobby. Well, always <laughs> nice to chat, Bob. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Following on that conversation we had with Bob Cutter, who uh, is obviously nowhere near here, but, you know, he's got he's got a, he's a lot of opinions, that bloke. That's why I like getting him on, because it's a bit of fun. But Particularly when it comes to his state. When it comes to Queensland, and I know that you've got a rivalry with Queensland here in New South Wales. <laughs> As a South Australian, we've got rivalries with Victoria. Um, so when we hear that Victoria and Queensland, um, there are people are pushing to have those states renamed, I'm all for it. I know you probably don't care. Yeah, I don't really care about what they're called. At it, the end of the day, I still don't really care about Queensland, despite the fact that I lived there for a little bit and I'm <laughs> dating someone that's from there. <laughs> right. But the um, I think the interesting thing is is that I didn't expect Bob to say that he was not only all for the name change and even had uh, like an Indigenous uh, leader to name the northern part. Yeah. Um, with, but he wants to split Queensland in two. Well, it's a big state. It's not the biggest state of our country, but at the same time, I kind of get it. He's he's right that well, you he were, needed to do this divide because it is very different to the far north of, of You Queensland. were telling me this yesterday, actually. You were saying how it's like two different worlds once you get past a certain point. Mm. Is it because it's near the equator or something? Is that, is that what's going on? I don't know, but you, that's why Queensland, the, the very top, is the, the tropics because mm. they're, they're beautiful. Mm. Beautiful territory up there. So you get I think humid. he's like, oh, we're the better end, uh, the, the the very top of Queensland. So you go from Townsville north, that's us. That's what he wants as his country. And then to the south, you're Brisbane. Mm. You, you, well, you you're get humidities either way. You know what I mean? What was that? You get humidities either way. Humidities. Yeah, so you get the patches under your boobs <laughs> from the well, sweat from well, the humidity. <laughs> I was thinking about what name you could actually change Queensland to, and that would be one of them, Humid Land. Ha- have, you've got some Queensland alternatives, yeah. haven't you? Well, I've got some Victorian ones. That's, that's, I want to have a listen to yours. Well, I suggested to Bob Catter that you just call it the tip top because it is the very top of I, Australia, and you've already got Northern Territories. Let, territory so you can't have yeah let's rank these so i'll rank yours you can rank mine so i'll give that one a five what else have the you tip got top, yeah what five. else have you got all right so i had humid land humid land yeah I'll, give, I'll probably give that a five as well this one's so literal though the sunshine state it's taking away what they already Ooh. call um sunshine coast um, but you know when you've got the rego plates on your car yeah in Queensland, if you've got the little external thing, it'll always say the sunshine state. I, I will give that a nine. Ooh. I think it works. I think it's quite happy. Right. I'm going to go literal again, northeast Australia, because I feel like everywhere else has got the, the geometry, to, not geometry. Geography. <laughs> geography. Geographical. Uh, Geographical yeah. names to it, which I feel like maybe New South Wales should be the Middle East. No, then, don't call us the Middle East. <laughs> and oh, the Victoria God. can be Southeast Australia. And then Tasmania can just be the no, bottom land. It gets boring then, doesn't it? <laughs> I'll give that one a four. It does work, but North I'll give it a four. Northeast Australia. Yeah. I'm, I'm paying it. Sorry. Or just simple as this, Maroon Territory. Oh, oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And then on all the maps, you get like a sort of a, a, a poo brown mixed with a red colour. So do I get an extra colour. point if we call it the Dirty Maroon Territory. I'll give you a seven because I think it's a little bit, you know, but I'm expecting the same for mine. So I've got, um, being a South Australian, hating, you know, Victorian. I mean, that's the, that's the stereotype that we hate each other. We don't. Um, I've just put not South Australia. <laughs> you know um, what? You're no, getting I, an eight for that. I also, this one I think might be a little bit better. So we're in New South Wales. I think if, if we... You know, if we take over, we just go, right, look, we'll look after everything. We'll get rid of um, Dan Andrews or whatever his name is, and we, we become um, the newest South Wales. 
because we are <laughs> encompassing, uh, 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 encompassing Victoria as well. Um, Wet and Wild World, if you've ever been to uh, to Melbourne, you'll know that it's, it's pouring rain and sunny and then pouring rain. You don't know what's going on. Um, Wet and Wild. I'm I'm giving you a one for that because I feel like you you've already enticed me to go to Queensland to actual Wet and Wild theme park. True. <laughs> um, what about um, the COVID state? Oh, what? Because it had the majority. Well, of it's it. still got the majority. <laughs> what do I get for no, that? No, why would you put it so timely based? Okay, all right, fair no, enough. Two. All right. What about and now I'm only saying this because um, there was a, uh, a sort of a survey, I don't know who took it, but right around Australia, everyone said, once again, this is the South Australian and me coming out, everyone said, why don't we rename South Australia Adelaide? Because that's all anyone actually knows. And there was actually, it, the conversation was had, why don't they just rename Victoria Melbourne? Ooh. I'm yep. going to Melbourne. No one else goes anywhere else. No, they don't no go to one Victoria. else goes, oh, I'm flying to St Kilda. Oh, I'm flying a Geelong. No, no one does that. It's no, always Melbourne. going to Melbourne. Going right. to Melbourne. What do you reckon about that? I like that. that? I like that. Um, I'm paying that a 10. You're getting a 10? Yeah, because I would, nice. I would totally go to Melbourne. I only had one other, and I couldn't really decide. what. I, have you ever um, seen those coffee shops they've got there, um, particularly in Melbourne? Once again, I like slagging them off, um, where they've only got the deconstructed lattes, and you've got like three-part coffees. You've got to put it together yourself, and you're still paying more <laughs> than you would if it was put together. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> you pay more for the less you get. Yeah, I'm still trying to come up with one with the word deconstructed in it to make it you know, nice and hipsterish. Oh, hipster city or hipster land or something like that. I don't know. 13, 12, 16, if you've got any ones, if you want to rag on Queensland or New South Wales. I'm surprised you didn't put to... anything in there that was to do with AFL. Why would I do that? Because don't you hate right, their, their teams? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No. Because then they, they would use that as, uh, well, we are the AFL capital. <laughs> you know what? Make them change it and we don't even need to care what name it becomes. No, yeah, we don't care. Change the name. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. Well, I was having a chat with uh, Ashley at reception here yesterday, as we do. We just have a... I sit in a chat and we just go over some stuff that's happened in the day. And she was saying, have you seen that 365 movie on uh, Netflix? It's the number one streaming. Oh, mate, it is. Apparently, there's like a a very naughty scene that goes for about 20 minutes. And, uh, all the all the girls <laughs> get involved it in me. it. Well, it's, it's literally um, the, the premise of it, as far as I've been able to gauge, is this. There's this Italian fella, mm. right? And he's got this, this hot girl who he fancies. And I think he's, like, super wealthy. So it's very similar to a Fifty Shades situation. Right. Except I don't think she's too keen on him. And they make some kind of arrangement where he goes, give me one year to make you fall in love with me, otherwise I'll let you go. So I think he's actually taken her captive. Yeah. Which isn't great. No. It's not great. Um, he doesn't get it. And he's using money, obviously, to, to woo her. And then apparently within no time, they do the business. Yeah. Um. But that, that that's all secondary to what Ashley told me. Um, Arctic monkeys. I'm a big fan of the Arctic monkeys. And um, particularly, um, you know, Do I Want to Know? I love that song. I think it's a great song. So for those that don't know, this is this is what it sounds like. So, so you know, they... Yeah. You know this song, right? It's so nice to listen to right How now. good, right? However, there is another version that's been used... In the movie. In this 365 movie, yeah. And Ashley said, don't diss it just yet. It is very hot. So I thought what I'd do is, because you haven't heard it yet, I will play you okay. um, the, the version or part of it anyway. So 
Just have a listen. It's been slowed down. And I don't like the slowing down of any tracks. Oh, so you know much I mean? more grungy. How are they allowed to do that? I don't know. They would have had permission, I guess, but it's it's interesting, isn't it? It's got a much deeper tone to it, too. I, I don't know whether they did this for the film or whether it was around beforehand. I suspect it was around beforehand. Because if you're a, an audio engineer or anything like that, you're like mucking about with audio. You've you got color in your see how different it sounds? Holy hell. Well, you do that to us, and you slow you us down, we sound deeper. You smooth us up, we sound like cheaper. Does this sound sexier? Like yeah. It does? I actually really prefer the deeper tone, the slow, slower tone to it. I like it. I like it, but at the same time, it's very hard to hear that. It's very hard to hear that after knowing the original for so long. So I thought if you can slow things down and make them sound better, you could speed things up and make them sound better. Now, I'm not going to rag on Sam Smith. (laughs) I'm not going to rag on Sam, (laughs) all right? I'm not going to rag on Sam because... You know, whenever we play... Um, to die the, the, for. The, the, is that what it's called? To die for. It's just a very sort of sad one. Mm. Right? So this is how it sounds. And look, it speaks to a lot of people. It's a song that's, you know... People get it. It's beautifully crafted. It, but it just makes me feel a bit sad. So I thought, well, maybe I'll just pep Sam up a little bit. The lyrics still mean the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but no one cares about lyrics these days. <laughs> it's how it sounds. Does it not sound more confident? It does. Sounds much more boppy. He might, well, they, sorry, my apologies. I've got to get used to that. They might as well be just saying, oh, I'm happy to die for you. <laughs> like, might as well be singing it like, you know, it's just one of those things. <laughs> one of those things. So I think uh, we should be... Uh, Stuffing around with the music a lot more, speeding things up, slowing things down, really coming to grips with it. And uh, before we go any further, Ashley's actually just walked into the the studio, and she was the one that um, uh, put me on to this. The Arctic Monkeys. Now, are you going the slow version or are you going the faster version, the normal speed version? The slow version. Yeah. It's so much sexier. Yes. Oh. So glad you're with me. So on much sexier. I don't know how I feel about that. Much preferred over the original. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the lyrics, I think it's supposed to be a sexy song as well because he's talking about, like, how he found a song that makes him think of her and now he can't stop thinking about her and, like, he's had at least, like, five dreams about her this week and stuff. So, it's like, a bit having that as, like, a happy bouncy song, it's yeah. not... Stage five work. clinger, mate. We don't <laughs> need to know about definitely it. definitely Fifty Shades of Grey now. Do you know what... Well, it's 365 DNI. That's where it came from. <laughs> There's there's one song that if you slowed down, I know it would destroy it completely. It's got no real, not you know, clever lyrics or anything like that. But it's just there's some songs they are what they are, and you know they're not meant to be lyrically like fantastic, but they just they get you up and about. And this is one of them. It's Armin van Helden. If you slowed this down, uh, your day would be ruined. Wake up! Wake up! Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid North Coast's Hit FM. Beautiful day on the Mid North Coast. It is, but it's still going to be cold, which is why I'm always rugged up in my nice big coats, which I love. And you've pointed out many a times to me, Bodge, that that's your look. Yeah. You've got this whole yeah. long coat thing going on. And I'm short, so long coats on normal people but tend to be just, just under the, the average the size coats. <laughs> 
<laughs> whereas for me, they go down to my knees. But I like that look. It's not just because I feel confident in it. It's because it covers... It works for you. It covers my backside. I, I got to a certain age where I'm like, I don't want to put that on show. I don't want people to accidentally look that way and me go, are you, well, you checking me out? Like, no. Well, I mean, I, I've... What's the issue? No, I don't think that... You, I think you worry too much about stuff like that. I'm not saying you should, like, get your bum out. I'm just saying that I think you're worrying too much about, um, you know, other people's opinion. Wear whatever you want to wear. No, it's not about um, how people are going to judge me. It's just about what I feel confident in. And I'm sure there's other women that are out there that are like me, 13, 12, 16. Yeah. Back me up on this. Like, you get to a certain age where you just shouldn't be showing your bits. Like, I see well, some of the older women out there, and they rock it. Don't get me wrong. Like, they can totally rock it, but I just feel like you really shouldn't be doing that, honey. Your legs shouldn't be out, or your backside shouldn't be out, or right. just don't be revealing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm watching Dynasty, which is um, a new remake of, of the old series from, like, the 80s, yeah. uh, a TV series that's on Netflix, and there's an old duck on there, the, mm-hmm. the, the one that's meant to be the hoity-toity mum, and she has her bosoms out. But All the time, and I'm like, no. Are they are they like big fake ones? Has she spent they, money they on them? They look great. They're, Has she spent stunning. money on them? Yes, well, I mean, yes, if you spend money on them, you want people to see them. I know, but I feel like you get to a certain age where that's just reserved for the ones that are younger and much well, it's down to more the, attractive. It's subjective. It's down to the individual. Well, if you if you are rocking it, mate, and you want to flaunt it, I mean, as long as you're not, you know, I this is where I draw the line. All right, tights. <laughs> It's a man Tights. Thing. If you're walking around, right, and this isn't to shame anyone, if you're walking around and you're wearing tights, um, there are, you're, you're allowed to up until a certain point, I reckon, because if you're walking around and you look like a ham in a sock yep, yep. in a butcher window, I don't think that's going to do you much good. Certainly doesn't do me much good when I'm driving off the road. So, <laughs> All right. there you go. Anyway, we do have a call. Head of home, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hello. Who have we got there? <laughs> So I stopped wearing revealing clothes as soon as I had children. I just kind of grew up in that way and stopped wearing any short clothes. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, it's it's very hard to hear you. Sorry, you've either got us on loudspeaker or you're a bit far away from the phone, but it sounded like you said that you you stopped wearing revealing clothes after you had kids. Yeah. Is that because you feel like that mummy look, you've got to kind of respect that and not uh, put yourself on show? Yes. Right. Yep. And and what, did, what does the hubby think, though? Do you get in trouble for not putting your body out there? He always tells me that I'm really beautiful and I should just be happy to wear whatever I want to. He's a good man. But Listen to that. That's, I, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> keep him. He's a keeper. <laughs> no, but see, this is the thing like Michael says to me all the time. Oh, that little cute pink short dress that you've got. Yeah. Why don't you wear that more often? And I'm like, well, no. Like, if I bend over or a, well, a wind gust comes through, yeah. you, you, everything's going to be on, on show. And it's like, it's not it's not fair to us. Actually, I will say. And it would be a totally different story if they caught someone looking at us. Yes. They would get a bit jealous. Oh, yes. actually, you've, <laughs> you've touched a little, a little mm. sore spot there, a little, a little chink in the arm. I reckon that's true. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the first thing I'd be thinking is, well, what's wrong with my? Oh, so I've got a great bum. Yeah. Why are they looking at mine? Yeah, but see, it, it shoe goes on the other foot. Like, yeah. say, um, Alicia is walking down the beach with you, Bodge. Yeah. You, you're fully clothed and, mm. and covered up and, and feeling confident. No, and then no, no, there's no, really I'm, hot Chris I'm, Hemsworth lookalike walks yeah. past with his shirt off. Don't work like that. I'm dressed up fully because I'm not confident because I don't want my hairy body out there <laughs> and I don't want children coming up to me, like I've already told you, saying, oh, look, 
That's the Grinch. Because he's skinny, but he's got a belly. So it works the same way for blokes. I wear a T-shirt at the beach. Yeah. And I yeah. do that for everyone else, as well as me. Now, we didn't catch a name. What was your name, sorry? My name's Tamika. Hey, right. Tamika. So tell me, what age do you think women should stop wearing revealing clothes? Should we put a number uh, on it? I'm trying to... I'm not sure. It depends on the person also and how mature they are. Well, what's revealing? Like, you know, I mean, like I say, if you're wearing tights and you shouldn't wear tights, I think that counts as revealing. That's revealing. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Little uh, high-rise tights, but not tights, uh, shorts. Shorts that are really high mm. and you can see everything through them. A <laughs> swimmers are a no-go when you're walking around the streets? Oh. I wear a swimming dress or something or put take shorts and pants with me if I'm want to go swimming yeah. after. What, what about um, walking around? So, so say, for example, use Port Central as an example because it's the first place that springs to mind. Say you're at Port Central and um, there is uh, some people and they're walking around. You've got guys and girls walking around half naked. And Where do you sit on that if they, they clearly haven't been in the water for a while? Well, I Clothes. Yeah, chuck <laughs> some clothes on. If they were in the water for a while, just chuck some clothes on. Yeah. There's two of them and everything around. And it's just, I don't know, I just find it a bit wrong for just to yeah, walk I, around half naked. I yeah. feel like it's a little bit disrespectful to people and it is you screaming, oh, look at me, it's the whole attention-seeking thing. But yeah. you know what's funny, though, that you point out the Port Central, you might see some people like that. Yeah. I don't think that. Like, I, I think if you're looking at the Mid-North Coast, mm. uh, and comparatively to, say, the Gold Coast, right. we have a very different fashion image here. Yeah, good. It's cultural, mate, and their culture is messed up. If I'm sitting Barbie down, dolls and Ken's no, on the Gold Coast. No, if I'm sitting down at Port Central having a sandwich, right, I'm sitting there, I'm enjoying it, I'm having some downtime, I've earned it, all right? Then all of a sudden, some bloke walks in, and I know it's uh, socially acceptable for guys to walk around with no shirt, but if some guy walks in and he looks like a bear, and he's just walking around, I'm off my food. I paid $7 for that sandwich, you know, I'm, I'm meant to be enjoying it, but his, his l- large body, right, mm. is just protruding into my, eye, into my peripherals where it shouldn't be. He should be at the beach, with a shirt on. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> we're not to make her and I like, well, we're happy for old mate. We're walking past while we're like, eating our sandwich. <laughs> to make her, thank you for the input. We do appreciate that. You have a good day. Thank you. Bye. So, yeah. All right. So what what we've uh, come to the verdict of is that uh, I'm not a mummy yet, so I probably should just show me bits all the time, and then once I have have a kid, pop one out, and then I need to change my. Is costumes. that the conclusion that you came to? That's I came to the conclusion like. that you know, if I was you know hotter aesthetically, <laughs> I could wear whatever I want, whenever I want, and probably get free stuff in the in the the lead up to that as well. And then uh, if you know, if I look the same way that I do now, cover up and uh, just don't go outside. <laughs> Ever. The Mid North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. Big Brother is back. Big Brother is a little bit different this year, and um, it's all pre-recorded, which makes um, makes it, like I say, very different. Christy, I think it's not as boring as the old Big Brother days, where where you just mm. sit there and just watch them like having a cup of tea and no one's talking. It's just hey, dead silence. I liked it. Um, it was like the Truman Show. It was. You just like being a fly on the wall. But yeah. at the same time, you do question, have they edited everything up when it comes to the storylines well, this time around? But there's a couple of questions, and I think that um, the bloke we got on is the perfect one to, to answer those questions. Ian, good morning to you, pal. 
Good morning. Hello. How how are you feeling after being? Like, we know you were evicted a very long time ago because it is pre-recorded. <laughs> but rewatching it after getting booted out of the house on Sunday. Oh, I mean, there's some parts of it that I'd quite forgotten about until now. Yeah. Right. I saw some footage of me singing, which I could have done without. But <laughs> oh dear. So. It's a little bit survivor-ish nowadays for mm. those that haven't been watching this season yeah. where um, the, there's a lot of voting uh, inside the House rather than Australia voting and yep. then there's also alliances. Now, Lou, you were kind of the nice guy. That's how, that's the, the edit that you've been given. How do you feel about that? Because a lot of people have been um, unhappy with their edit. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty sad to see how they've done some of my mates, but as far as I'm concerned, I've been done. I've been edited pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if fairly you're, true to life for me. Yeah. If you're if you're a nice guy, I mean, it's very hard to make you a bad guy, isn't it? Yeah. So you must be yeah, the most I mean, wholesome. They can only of wholesome. work with what they've got. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, um, have you got? Well, let's go. Let's go into bat for some of the other housemates. Who do you think um, got a little bit of a bad rap, but mm. you know, like was actually really, really good in there? Well, Talia for a start. Right. She was super lovely. She'd come in and give everybody a good night hug and I can remember one of the nights I was stressing about the potential of me being put up for nomination yeah. and I was awake way later than I needed to be and she came out and calmed me down and had a good old chat. She was yeah. a lovely person. Yeah. Oh, wow. But she doesn't come across that way on the show. No. Well, no, she didn't. Really. She was sort of the, the, no. the, the queen villain. But well, They always have a villain. Yeah. But I yeah. think there's a couple of them on there. Look, um, I, I, I'm a big fan of Angela. I don't know why. I think it's because she is quite different. I love her pursuit of tea. And um, <laughs> and the lip gloss, lip gloss thing that she can always yeah. be like holding onto a, um, doing some sort of a competition and somehow miraculously can put lip this gloss This is true. On. And the other thing is, mm. is that you, you wouldn't have known that she was behind the scenes, would you? No, I had no clue about that until after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did they? Did they tell? Once you go through the door, the magic door. Once you're out, what happens? Do they go? Oh, look who's here! She's still here. Or do you well, wait no, until you sit no, and tell I him? didn't find out about that until way later down the track. I think it was after everybody else had got out and we were all chatting about it. Oh right! right. Wow. Do you, yeah. See, my theory is with Angela because she is the the favourite in the house now. With a lot of um, people that are watching, I feel like she was deliberately planted there from the get go. I think she's an actress, and she oh, was never what? just a real person. Oh no, and, no. Uh, no. I know Angela. And, no, she's no actress. <laughs> really? Well, then who is the actors or actresses in there? I don't think they've got any. Paid actors in there. It's interesting. Everybody was real and genuine. It's interesting I mean, now. Some people the... aren't getting enough screen time to come over as actual human beings right now. But yeah, well, yeah, I, I, like everybody I, was genuine on the show. Yeah, okay. like like I say, I think with reality TV because uh, a lot of it is pre-recorded. Mm. I think that there's this desire to want there to be some kind of actor or actress, and I think that's why the tabloids pick on up pick up on it. So quickly because mm. they, they, there's a, almost a fantasy that we want it to be proven wrong. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. look, there's been a couple of things. First off, how how was it? How long were you away from the miso? Because uh, you would have been missing her terribly, right? Oh yeah, it was pretty rough being in that house away from my girlfriend and my family and my pet. Yeah. But I, as I said on the show, I was with the right group of people to. Yeah. Make that time 
a little bit less hard. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody you, was really lovely in there. With um with it being pre-recorded, I do I do have to know, Christy. I just need to know when you when something happens, when something good happens, or something bad happens, or whenever there's a really good conversation. Um, does it get to the point like there's all those cameras there? You wouldn't have to redo any scenes just to get a clearer oh, no. conversation or anything like that, would you? No, no. They have a one shot with that sort of thing. They oh, never interrupt us to get us to redo something oh, like that. Good. That's, that's Big like, Brother then. That it's is not Big Brother. the good. dinner table and married yeah. at first time. No, no, well, you've got to check these things. You've got to check these things, Christy. Yeah. Now, Ian, look. <laughs> no, nothing like that was scripted. <laughs> <laughs> you are the nice guy and you're saying it that there's no actresses or actors placed in there. So it seems yeah. that when it comes to casting, there's got to be something favourable about you. So oh, yeah. Lodge in the past wanted to be on Big Brother did apply for uh, it, didn't get a look in. So in for future uh, seasons, what do you think it takes to get the uh, casting director's attention uh, to be on Big Brother? I honestly don't know. Um, I didn't really apply for it, to be honest. Oh, really? What did you do? I served a bunch of the people who worked on the show on the rooftop of my venue one night. You're and joking. I if I wanted to be on the show that way. Wow. <laughs> then you must have done something to get catch their eye. Yeah, but... What? I couldn't tell you what it was. <laughs> right. So, what, what's the venue? Give it a plug for us. It's, it's, I want to know where oh, it is. <laughs> uh, Lucky Chan's. It's a restaurant noodle bar in Northbridge. Right. In Perth. Right. right. So, that what were they doing? Yeah. Oh, because um, Endemol Shine, the production company, I think, is in Perth. So, yeah, I think they were celebrating having found a couple of people for from the Perth auditions. Right. Well, there you go. Okay. I mean, that, they flew I mean, me out to Sydney to do interviews with the rest of the Sydney bunch. Well, I, I can see how it goes. Right. They've had a couple of cheeky drinks, and then all of a sudden they're like, "I'm a producer. You, you've done good service tonight. You brought me a couple of drinks. I'm very happy with you. Have you got peanuts? You got peanuts? Would you like to be on a TV show?" And that's how it goes. Uh, I hope there was a bit more to it than that. But. <laughs> you had some credit behind it. You you did a good job, Ian, and it's sad to see you go. But who do you think is going to take it out? Uh, Who's going to be the winner? Oh, uh, offhand, I'd say probably either Matt or Xavier. Ooh, or that. and is that down to is that down to the alliances that are being made? A uh, little bit, but also down to how they're playing the game. Yeah, I mean Dan's been edited to make him seem like a kingpin of the piece, but yeah. he really isn't. He's just playing a good game and right. So kind who, of flying under the radar a lot more than people would think. Interesting. Okay, so who... Yeah. So uh, th- this is really good. That's a good insight because when you're in the house, you're probably not seeing what we're seeing. Yeah. So if he's flying yeah. under the radar for the people on the show at the moment... Um, but we can see what's going on. Um, maybe he's being set up for a, you know, a big reveal. Maybe they they finally uh, catch him out, or they they see how he's been playing the game. I, I like this. It's a lot of intrigue here, Ian. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I don't have any idea how they're forming the storyline of the series. I'm pretty much playing catch up now. No, yeah. it's you guys. Hey, look, it's a lot yeah. of fun, and you get to watch yeah. it with uh, with Karen as well. So there you go. You're, you're back at home. Yeah. And, um, yeah, well, be- best of luck with everything. Enjoy the rest of the show. I, d- I dare say it'll be entertaining for you knowing the people um, personally. Yeah, well, I've definitely got a vested interest in it. This yeah. is true. All right, Ian. <laughs> awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much for uh, having a chat with us this morning. We appreciate your time, man. Not a problem. It was a pleasure. Stop, stop.
Public on hit this morning with Christy and Bodge for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie. It is seven minutes away from nine. That song, Lose Somebody, beautiful mm. song, isn't it? And it's rightly so with the lyrics that you got to lose somebody to know that you love them. And so you never know what you got till it's gone, Bodgie. Well, no, that's only for people, I think, that take um, take what they've got for granted. I think you, you know when you love someone. You don't know, do you have to lose Michael before you know that no, you love him? I know that I love him. But <laughs> sometimes you, you don't realise. Like, you, you didn't realise when you lost Rach. You didn't realise when you lost Cass. Like, how easy it was with, with those girls. And then you got me. You're stuck with me now. Yeah, it was very easy without any of you as well. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, we, you know. So, hang on. Are you saying to me then um, that you would know that you love somebody like Alicia like right now? Like, do Why you feel you? like... You'd, you'd you bring, have to lose it. Why would you bring that, up the new girlfriend? Well, I'm just checking that you, you know that she's the right one. Well, it's none of your business, is it? Is she the right one? Doesn't matter. You do have a. That's down to me issue. and her. <laughs> no, I don't have a commitment issue. <laughs> You've spent many years refusing to have a girlfriend because you didn't like to commit. So well, that's not a commitment issue. That's a, a decision um, that I made into um, not committing until I felt like it was the right thing to do. No, you know what? I'm very happy for you, and it, it is nice okay. to see you happy and cutesy. Mm-hmm. You're a very different man, and I wish radio uh, mm. could also be visual because, uh, listeners, you are really missing out on the, the teddy bear that Bodge can be. Can you stop this? <laughs> it's so She's cute. lying. No, you're lying. I've got a photo they of you know what I am. I'm a piece of 
I'm a bad no, person. No, you're not. I'm you're a not. bad person. You're a big cuddly bear. Don't aspire to be anything like me if you're a soppy. kid. <laughs> Were you doing anything nice for your girlfriend? We're going strawberry picking oh, later. I see you, softy. <laughs> see you later on. Goodbye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. If you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.